Welcome to the Creative Plan Podcast Network. Join us as we share our favorite RPGs, one-shot games, tabletop games, reviews of items, and convention panels, and other exciting things that we run into from time to time. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hello, my good friends. This is Jim and Kelly. Why are we doing accents for this? For it is August the 20th, the most noblest of days. For today's word is noble. Ah. For it is... It is nobler nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, but to take arms against the sea of troubles and by opposing end them. See, I need to take that. My noble. Noblesse oblige. Criminate? No! (laughs) Oh, wrong nobility. The negative side. So today is noble. 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 Okay, well, let's see here. A couple things spring to mind for Noble. Um, uh, we have our new game that we don't record because uh, it's uh, younger uh, players um, in a chaotic environment. Um, uh, but it's called The Noble Hires because the one, the little boy who wanted to. Um, or I should say young man, mm-hmm. the young man who wanted to start a D&D group and play, uh, he wanted to play an elf wizard with a, as noble as, uh, noble as his background. So, and he's the party leader mm-hmm. and he's fantastic. And because he reached out um, to hire all these other players and stuff, for the, the adventure. For the noble cause. Yes, for a noble cause. all of the races that were in mm-hmm. danger and didn't know it. Exactly. So when I asked, well, what would you like to call the name? You know, the, the name of the group. And he's like, um, well, the noble hires you all. And I'm like, the noble hires? Okay. Well, mm-hmm. you know, so that's what the name is. That's um, what was put in but the journal. But I, I do have to say one of my absolute favorite player characters um, that had noble as the background was Lady Dilla Corlin in the original um, uh, fifth edi- Journeys of the Fifth Edition. Uh, mm-hmm, the first season. She was a hoot! Oh my god, Jocelyn played her and she was this, I mean, delightfully clueless, you know... 
you no, know noble masterminds. No, uh, um, talk about noble privilege, you know. Oh my god! But she did it in such a way that it was a humorous, poke fun at a very serious kind of you know social social um, class. Ex- exactly. But it was you know. She was a hoot. <laughs> mm-hmm. So for Noble, um, uh, I always like to also, uh, I like the fact that uh, the Noble hires, they really are trying to embrace the noblesse of liege, which is noble obligation, mm-hmm. which so many of them always forgot. So for me, for Noble, I would like to say play more noble background. Because with the exception of those two nobles that you called out, I've never had another player in any of my D&D games want to have a noble's background. You know what? I've never had one. I mean, I but I try to... Um, I don't try to repeat myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I often... Well, I don't want to step on other people's toes, too. So usually I come up with something after, especially in like if it's a new group, okay, let people try and pick what they want to do first and then whatever character class is left over, then I try to fill in the gaps. Yeah, well, yeah. and um, try not to overlap too much. So um, yeah, probably... One of these days, who knows? I've never played that type of I will talk you background. into playing a noble paladin. Oh, you know, I have had my uh, heart set on like either a gnome or a halfling paladin, you know, riding a war dog. That would just be a hoot. See, I don't see either of those really do noble. Gnome could do a noble. Easy. You've seen the royal bloodlines once to the gnome people? I, well, I've never played a gnome, but I can totally... Uh, Ad hoc that. Exactly. So as a GM, I like to say play a noble. Not only as as a, as a GM to the players, play a noble because that way, A, you get some important feed in the end of the game. You have a reason to be doing things because you're the guy in charge. You know, think about it. How many nobles out there are supposed to get shit done? Instead, they just keep hiring these ruffians to go do the job for them. And as part of the noble background is pretty much you will always get put up wherever you go. Whereas the acolyte can always go to a church to get put up. The noble can just show up in town and immediately someone's vacating the house. Oh my goodness. Or offering the best bed, you know. And the nice thing with the noble is you have that little signet ring as part of your background. And you can be a good guy. I mean, look at how many nobles in fiction, both good guys and bad guys. I'll throw out a good guy. Robin Hood, he is a noble. He started as a, a noble, you know, a thane's son, and he lost his title, but it was still given to him by the people. The people still treated him as if he was he was their local lord. Yes, but he was also he he understood noblesse of liege. Yeah, he but... he understood that it's his obligation to care for his people. Mm-hmm. Um as you know the position of authority has yeah you get the perks but you but also have to yeah and then I'll throw in a bad guy Count Dooku <laughs> think about it 
From the Star Wars point of view, why did so many people join the Separatists? Because Count Dooku, a count of his own planet, talked them into why the Republic was bad. And let's go back to the nobles and who's in charge of your planet, because look at Princess Leia. She's a noble. She's a noble diplomat and the best at what she does. And then you put a blaster in her hand, she's better than the farm boy. <laughs> Yeah, but to be fair, she's going to be allowed to have a weapon more readily than a farm boy. True. <laughs> so never be afraid to play a noble in a game, because as a GM, that's giving you so much useful resources. Because then you can say, hey, as a noble, if I'm a player, I'm going to look at my GM across the table and say, so do you think I could requisition some horses? Do you think I can get a hold of a small amount of stuff outside my character sheet? And a lot of times the GM would be like, sure, why not? Just, just like with every you know, aspect of a character, try not to abuse it. Because if not, then all of a sudden the peasants will have an uprising and it's the French Revolution. <laughs> Madame Guillotine. And Madame Guillotine kissed many a noble that day. Well, you know what? Actually... That brings up, because we didn't get to really explore the group, uh, was the uh, second evolution of the uh, Lady Knights of Adventure, oh, where um, we were actually going to hunt some nobles and yes. aristocrats. In the City of Light. In the City of Light, uh, because they had killed family members of mm -hmm. ours. So that was the uh, um, Circus Chimera. Yeah, and the Circus Chimera group. Yeah, the Circus Chimera group. So you can so. see the nobles that are abusing their power, which made great we going villains. after them. Yeah. And we got to the town where there was the Baron, mm -hmm. and then all this type of stuff. Yeah, so. sure. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing as a GM for story-wise, is nobility gives you a lot of tools. You can either be the nobles standing up for the people, or the noble stepping on the people. Yeah, beware of the ones that's stepping on, because we're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> and if nothing else, look at pretty much every Disney cartoon of the different types of nobility that are out there. I mean, even look at uh, Aladdin. You have the you know Jasmine's father, who's not a bad guy, but he's incompetent and lets his vizier take over. And basically ride roughshod over the people. So here you have the, the, the puppet nobility. That he's not really a bad guy, but everybody thinks he's the bad guy because he's doing a bad job at his job. Well, yeah. That's a good point. So there's many tools with that you can use with nobility. Or we've got a classic example of the Dungeons and Dragons movie, The Princess. Huh? Where the majocracy well, basically takes the government away from the princess. Well, first of all. Oh. <laughs> As movies go. You know, and there's some really good actors in that one, but there's some really bad stuff in that one. Um, uh, but yeah, you have mm. that version of that. So you have different types of, you know, leadership casts that can affect nobility. Because, you know, hey, maybe a group doesn't want their, you know, they don't want a circle of knights arresting the king and making him sign a contract, giving away his power. <laughs> like happened Magna in... Carta? What? <laughs> like happened in a little island nation off, off of Europe. Yes, but that one document has 
has repercussions throughout today. It's mm -hmm. like 800 years later, and it's still having, you know, mm -hmm. uh, modern applications. So. Because it set the ideals for the nobility, not mm -hmm. just the royalty, the nobility. So that's that's something you should think about. Is it's not just your kings and queens; it's also your your nobility that has titles and what that title actually means. And you know what? You can be a noble without being a noble. Mm -hmm. Just you know. And you can even have a noble cause and have no title. Exactly. You know. And and that that comes back as another one. As a GM, never be afraid to strangle your players with tight noble titles. <laughs> because if you reward them, now, hey. One of my favorite styles of gaming is when you give your players a castle and you give them responsibility and you tell them you have a keep on the borderlands that's yours to take care of and you have the, the great title as Duke or Duchess of such and such and the responsibility that anchors your players down with that because now you have a bullseye set on them. Mm -hmm. Which pretty much anybody who's read or watched Game of Thrones knows how that one goes. Yeah, well, ugh. And that and how quickly a title of nobility can be given and can be taken away. True. Which, you know, hey, like along the lines of uh, Robin Hood, never be afraid as a GM to let your player change his background from noble to outlaw. That could be an evolution, like when you hit 5th or 10th level. That whole, hey, um, noble, no longer a noble. I got no authority here. Yeah, but you're still a noble. Mm -hmm. So you can't just Oh, she should be hardcore. I like that. I like that. I was trying to be all loosey-goosey with the rules. You're like, nope, you is what you is. Uh, it'd be, your history, I mean, you, you don't have to let it, I mean, it shapes you. It doesn't have to define you, but it's still part of you. Still your roots. Exactly. All right. So, anything else for noble? No, not that I can think of. You know, Carrie's here. She talked about a cat. Yeah, yeah, she is. My sister has a cat named Noble. <laughs> so I know that uh, noble is a topic that we can go on and on into the vast conspiracies of royals and titles and shapes and things. Or character. Well, I said vast because that's the most. But you just, I, I, I let you go. Yeah, you can take it back there. <laughs> so that is August the twentieth for noble, noble one Down in the depths of the mountain, we dwarves spend our time forging powerful weapons, mining precious gems and metals, and feasting like kings. But after a day of digging for the next Arkenstone, this dwarf likes to come home to a package full of loot. Dungeon Crate is a monthly subscription box service forged specifically for RPG and tabletop gamers. Miniatures, dice, tokens, coins, maps, modules, terrain pieces, handcrafted items, RPG jewelry, and more are yours for only a few gold per month. You even get a digital crate along with a physical one as an added bonus. So are you brave enough to reward yourself with a Dungeon Crate? By Morden's beard, I hope so. DungeonCrate.com let the adventure begin. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. 
And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the 5th Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.